I want to drip like this. Do some working in the morning. Now I'm on the midnight shift. I want to drip like this. I want to drip like this. Oh, they want me in the casket. Can't kill me. I'm a bad bitch. I want to drip like this. I want to drip like this. Put some working in the morning. I'm on the midnight shift, yeah. I wanna drip like this. I wanna drip like this. Oh, they want me in the casket. Can't kill me, I'm a bad. Hello and welcome back to the Whole Night Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. With me today is my co-host, Brandon Olson, as always. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And uh yeah, we had a pretty good, pretty fun weekend of football. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a bit exhilarating at points when Kyle Trask got hurt, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, how is he? I mean, he came back in. I'm assuming he's gonna be fine. Uh, I will say it was very nice that Marlon Davidson, the uh, Auburn D lineman, that's the one that like fell on his leg and hurt him to begin with. In the press conference after, or in an interview after, he was like, he was saying that he felt horrible about it, even though it wasn't his fault at all. I was mm-hmm. like a Florida lineman like pushed him onto Trask. Yeah. But uh yeah, but Marlon Davidson was very apologetic and that was it was just nice to see when you have guys like Vontae's perfect like killing people in the Richie Incognito. Yeah, like it's, it's other nice namely someone... Raiders players. <laughs> um I'm really surprised I'm more surprised that people are surprised that Richie Incognito did that. Yeah, now you're an idiot if you were surprised by that at all if you were surprised by that at all you know if you were he's in, by the that man's insane he threatened to kill people because they wouldn't like give him his like father's head or something like that yeah, yeah it's, insane. it's insane oh man um but yeah there's a lot to talk about this week oh yeah um namely uh the first one uh mason rudolph got knocked out on the field like legitimately knocked out. Like, like actually, he was knocked out. Juju Smith-Schuster thought he was dead. It was uh, a so, intense. Yeah, that's not a great scene. No, it did not look good. Um, who's who's there? Was it Ryan Hodges? Is his name? Uh, I think it's Devlin Hodges. Oh. Yeah, that's that's how bad their situation is. Man, it's almost <laughs> as if they shouldn't have traded um, Josh Dobbs. It's almost like they should have traded a first-round pick. Why did Jalen Samuels have two pass attempts? <laughs> I and said the same thing pick. last week. They threw and the ball with him a was, lot. And one of them was a pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, That's even funnier. <laughs> uh, last week versus the Bengals, I want to say, he had three pass attempts. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, three for three, thirty-one yards though. Tomlin r- rolling out the uh, rolling out the wildcat. I'm all for it. Wildcat is fun. It's As long as your wildcat's not throwing picks. Yeah, but um, and that's neither here nor there. All right, Brandon. Um, and great news for me. In good quarterback news, Drew Brees, uh, insanely, is throwing the football again already. It's really messed up. You just said in good quarterback news after we just finished talking about the guy dying on the field. It's real crazy. I, I meant, like, positive 
Mm-hmm. Positive I quarterback. I know what you meant. You meant talent-wise. I mean, it's you're also wrong, true. But yeah, <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I meant positive quarterback news. Drew Brees is throwing again. Um, even though I'm very comfortable with him sitting out until after the bye week. Yeah, you guys are uh, undefeated with Teddy, right? Teddy B. Not obviously not including the Rams game, which doesn't count. Um, and he's only thrown two interceptions, and both neither of them were his fault. Were they both off of Ted Ginn's hands? Uh, the second today was off of uh, Alvin Kamara's hands. All right. Um, it was kind of the throw was kind of behind him, but it went into Kamara's hands, and then he bobbled it into a defender. And then I think Teddy completed like his next eleven passes after that interception. That's the way to bounce back. Uh, yeah. Um. Jameis Winston should have had a ton more, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, no, we are going to get to that. Um, and you have some positive injury news. Yeah, Saquon Barkley is a complete superhuman who uh, was expected to miss four to eight weeks. He's missed two games so far. And then now it, it's kind of expected that he'll be back this Thursday night to play the Patriots after a high ankle sprain. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous that he can come back that fast from that. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait. And Lord knows the Giants need it because their offense is not looking great. Danny Dimes isn't isn't doing getting it done? I mean, we lost Wayne Gallman today also. Oh. So it was John Hilleman <laughs> who, uh, exactly. Uh, he was a running back for Rutgers last year. He's a UDFA. Um, and Elijah Penny, our fullback, were playing running back. Those were our two guys there with Danny Dimes. So uh, it was pretty much just like, yeah, they're throwing the ball, and we know it. So the Vikings just kind of got to tee off on Danny. Yeah, that's not that's not ideal, I would say. It wasn't. It, it actually hurt a lot to see. It's just, uh, And he did miss a few throws. Yeah. He had two Sterling Shepard touchdowns that were overthrown one of them all right one of them might not have been a touchdown but if it was an accurate throw it definitely was because sterling had no one in front of him and there was no one within like eight yards behind him but he Mm -hmm. overthrew it sterling tried to make a diving catch but couldn't get it and then sterling did make a diving catch but it was through the back of the end zone um so yeah two touchdowns that were taken off the board there by Danny overthrowing that's not ideal no it wasn't it really wasn't um, um what was uh what was Alex's first question that you wanted to talk about Alex's first question was who is our new favorite quarterback now that Art Sitkowski uh, is redshirting because yeah there's that new trend of redshirting players with Houston quarterback Derek King and wide receiver Keith Corbin, Rutgers quarterback Art Sitkowski, and he offensive weapon Raheem Blackshear. He's not a running back. He had 29 carries and 29 catches. Um, they are all redshirting. And then Kansas running back Khalil Herbert tried redshirting after his fourth game, and he announced that on Twitter, and Les Miles took it as he was transferring 
And so then announced that Khalil Herbert was no longer with the program. <laughs> and I guess they're not even trying to fix that. And Khalil Herbert's just like, ah, shit, I guess I'm not with the program anymore. I guess, yeah. So now I have to find a new favorite quarterback? Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like the red shirting thing? Yeah. I get it, but uh, I don't know. I also don't. Like, I get wanting to redshirt to get another year and stay. I especially get it in Derek King's case because he's a senior and he's redshirting so that he can then get another year with a new coach and a new system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Art Sitkowski and Raheem Blackshear. I mean, Raheem Blackshear's older, but Art Sitkowski wasn't even draft eligible. He's a redshirt freshman. Just I don't get why you don't just play this year out. I don't know. It's it's rough. I don't like that for him. I think it's fine if you're a senior trying, or if you have a new coach already, trying to get a year to learn the system. But no matter what, Art Sikaski's going to have a new head coach next year and only have one off season with that coach. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless someone want, unless he's trying to transfer, you know, because he's been playing like a god. Oh God, don't don't do that. Mike suggested that to me too. It's not happening. Art, art staying with Rutgers. It's not happening. <laughs> art is uh is gonna be a Florida Gator next year. Bring it. Um, <laughs> I mean, we might as well. We need like a we need like six quarterbacks to just keep getting hurt. Yeah, who came in after uh, Trask got hurt? Emery Jones. How did he look? He looks fine. He's much more of a runner than he's a thrower. So like the but he like Dan Mullen was just letting him fling it around. So that was pretty uh was pretty fun to see. But um yeah, no, we definitely look better with Kyle Trask. It's weird because Kyle Trask is a much better thrower than he is a runner. And he's very much not a runner at all. And then Emery Jones is a much better runner than he is a thrower. And then Felipe Franks is like average at both. So it's like we just can't you can't get that uh, that one guy that's great at both. I uh, I know the feel. But uh, you know, if, if Art wants to come down to uh, to Gainesville from I think Rutgers is in like New Brunswick, then uh, that's fine. It's, it's New now, Jersey. New Brunswick is a city in New Jersey. I knew that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, for now, for now, where Art thou is in New Jersey. Um, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's New Jersey's the best football team. You suck. <laughs> and that's sad that it it is. Uh, actually, no, it's not because the Jets and the Giants. Nope, no, wait, no, Rutgers is still better. Yeah, no, yeah, no Rutgers is better. Don't worry. <laughs> I know what you were implying. Rutgers. I'm. I'm still saying it's Rutgers. <laughs> um, until you get Saquon back, yeah, we might lose to Rutgers. Then. Yeah, I don't know. If I Rutgers mean, has art, if Rutgers, Rutgers lost their art. best player in Raheem Blackshear, so their two best players in Art and Raheem. Uh, yeah, which is a joke because Isaiah Pacheco is their best player. You're not wrong. Um, you did, you did have to say it. I did have to <laughs> say it. Um. So we can move on to Pick'em, and we'll try to go a little bit quicker through Pick'em. Um, yeah, we have uh, we have a few questions, and 
I'm gonna say a couple of them are gonna take a couple minutes. Yeah. So. Um. Let's see. So the first one is gonna be Rams Seahawks. Um. The spread was Seattle minus one and a half, and I picked. Uh. Me and Ross picked uh, Los Angeles Rams to cover. And Brandon picked Seattle, and uh, Seattle won by one point, so we won technically. That is the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> we won by half a point. That is the worst. Yeah, um, I'll take the victory. Um, Jared Goff, man, he needs to get better on big stages. I don't think he ever will. You don't think so? No. I'm I'm pretty out on Jared Goff right now. I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the best he's ever gonna be. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think he's gonna get much. I mean, he's good. He's just that's all he's ever gonna be. He reminds me of Matt Ryan. Basically, yeah. Uh, he's gonna always put up a lot of stats, but it's never gonna be enough. He's the blonde Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the only difference. Um. Yeah, and. We see how Matt Ryan's doing. He he uh, he is a he's definitely a stat patter. Oh god, he's the worst at that. Like he's the best at it. Oh yeah, but he's the worst because of it. Because he never he never looks very good, but he always has insane numbers. Yep. Um, just because they throw the ball eighty times a game. So I was like, oh, he has a lot of yards, but he doesn't look very good. And he has Julio Jones. And Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper and Mo I don't know about Austin Hooper. (laughs) Austin Hooper's good. I know, he's good, but I don't like him. (laughs) Why? I I I just never have. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. I don't like him because he's a Falcon, but... I mean, Julio also isn't the best receiver in the league anymore. Neither is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is basically not even in the NFL right now. Um, he's, he's just, I feel like he hasn't shown up nearly as much as everybody expected him to. Um, but you know who has been showing up? Michael Thomas. Yeah, I just was never going to answer you because I knew where you were going. Um, <laughs> and uh, he helped New Orleans cover the spread of three and a half over the Buccaneers, which we all picked uh, to Fine happen. Big finally a good segue <laughs> um yeah man michael thomas is so good he's unstoppable um he's yeah he's you can put anyone on him he's gonna runner. he's gonna produce yeah he's just such a clean route runner and uh he is, his hands are great it's just it's automatic like if the ball is being thrown in his direction i'm just like oh it's caught it's caught and it's going 11 catches for 182 yards and two touchdowns this week with Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, um, who's finally throwing the ball downfield. It's, it's a great thing to see. Um, I, I want to see where I wonder. What, I haven't looked it up. But I wonder what Michael where Michael Thomas ranks in like yards and catches because last week he had nine catches for 95 yards. Another great performance. 
And uh, yeah. the week before, I feel like he also probably did very well versus the the Seahawks. He had five catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown. He's just – I think he's just the best wide receiver in football. I don't know if there really is one. I feel like it's just – I feel like wide receiver is such, like a, just a position with so much variety that I feel like it's really difficult to name who's the best one. That's, yeah, I that's mean – That's all it is. I feel like it's just – nearly impossible to do i mean that's true at all the skill positions but people always want to name a best one and if there's a best one right now i think it has to be michael thomas i mean because you know people would like to sometimes say mike evans but he would never uh if you say mike evans uh, you deserve to be kicked in the teeth uh, I hear the conversation of mike evans being thrown around with michael thomas if you say mike evans is the best wide receiver in the nfl you deserve to be kicked directly in the teeth i mean because yeah you look today mike evans got caught for uh got caught for zero receptions on three targets did he really yeah marshawn Lattimore locked him up the entire game glad to see he finally woke up yeah it's it, everyone was talking about how he was a bust and like the saints needed to trade him i heard heard that a lot they were calling him they were they were calling him out saying that he is not good and he's burnt toast in the past two weeks he has clamped he has clamped up and it's funny because like i didn't watch the game of course yeah because uh, it was on the same time as the giants but uh <laughs> i saw like a tweet that was just like um mike evans and chris godwin combined for seven catches 125 yards and one or two touchdowns whatever it was and i was just like and they said like, oh, they got a good duo down there. And I just took that for what it was. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> but it was like, a joke no, because Chris, Mike like Evans. Chris Godwin did that. <laughs> yeah, and last week, uh, he. I don't, I don't think it was a joke either. I just want to say that. I, it has like, to it was be like, a joke. I, don't, I think it was from like an analyst that didn't watch the games. And someone just said that to them and they took it at their word. Realistically, best receiver in the NFL is Cooper Cup, though. Um, or Jason Witten. That's fair. Uh, we, you know, last week, Amari Cooper, he claimed him up for most of the game, but then Amari got a couple garbage time catches in uh, on other cornerbacks. So his stats got padded. But uh, no, uh, Marshawn Lamar woke up. Mar- uh, Marcus Williams, great. The, the Saints defense should have had three interceptions against uh, Jameis Winston, but one of them uh, was dropped by Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams picked him off, called off on a penalty, and then another one got uh, picked off and then called for a penalty. Imagine not intercepting. Uh, and neither of the penalties were, like, interference. A bunch of times. Neither of the penalties the were... Holding uh, hands to the face. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, one of them was like defensive holding on someone else, and then the other one was—I forgot what it was, but it was something stupid. Why are the Packers kicking the shit out of the Cowboys right now? Oh, uh, the Cowboys suck. The Saints broke them. That's fair. Um, yeah, the final score of the Saints Bucks was like thirty-one twenty-four, and it was nowhere near that close. It was a uh, where the Giants game was twenty eight ten and uh, it didn't feel that close the entire game. <laughs> um, let's see. And then moving on, we have uh, um, Cardinals, Cardinals at Bengals. Bengals. The spread since at a minus three. Um, 
we all took Arizona to cover, and which they did at the very end on a last-second field goal. Um, no. <laughs> Didn't? Isn't that what happened? I mean, they kicked the field goal to win the game. That's what anyway, I mean. They would have been... They would have covered unless they gave up a touchdown. This was a tie game. So they secured the cover at the end of the game. They secured to win. the win. This was they tied. Didn't ha- they didn't have to cover. I know. Just... You know. I just gotta. I just gotta be a dick. I'm sorry. I understand. I'm not. I'm not actually sorry. But, you know. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah, they won on a last-second field goal. Um. Kyler Murray is starting to play kind of like everyone expected him to with uh, 253 yards passing, 93 uh, yards rushing, and a touchdown. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, that was against Cincinnati Bengals, so I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah, he's been way too conservative for me to like so far. I haven't watched very much Cardinals football, I'll be honest. He has been incredible. Their passing attack has been basically horizontal and then just yards after the catch. Complete sidebar. <laughs> Completely off the point. But Jacksonville is favored over the Saints next week. That's interesting. I uh, don't agree with that. Oh my god, I just checked the Giants spread. It's New England minus 16 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's yikes. That's that a big old yikes. That is a rough one. Oh, that game's going to suck. Oh, we got the battle for the first overall next, first overall pick next week. Redskins-Dolphins. I, I can't wait for them to tie. Oh, my God. That'd be so beautiful. That would be a 0-0 tie is what I want to see. And by see, I mean I don't want to watch it. I just want to oh, see. I'm never. I'm, I'm not watching a down of that game. Nope. And by that, I mean I'll be watching... Uh, red zone and they won't show it (laughs) um oh my god um right and so that really does it for the nfl um we're going to college we have tulane at army the spread tulane minus three and a half me and ross took tulane and um brandon took army they did more than cover that spread uh they whooped (laughs) up on army (laughs) I mean, they won by nine, but it was like our army was at one point down 42-21. Yeah. They did their best to come back and try and cover, but they did not. Um, And Tulane, like me and Ross said, mentioned, um, they look very good. Yeah, I I love their offensive coordinator more than anything. That's my favorite part about their team. Will, Will Hall is one of my favorite coordinators in all of college football. That's good to know. Um, plus, they have Justin McMillan, the old LSU quarterback. He uh, he went to Tulane, and I'm glad to see him doing well. I would have been so frustrated if he was LSU's quarterback right now. <laughs> um, just because, I don't know. I feel like he's the kind of quarterback that the that LSU has had forever, and I'm just tired of it. No, man. I can't think of who your quarterback was a couple years ago after Zach Mettenberger. Um, but I, I just remember watching it and being like, why are we not just sending everyone at this way? Like, this guy sucks. <laughs> um, After Zach Mettenberger? Brandon Harris. Oh, Brandon Harris. <laughs> 
Brandon Harris. Oh yeah, Brandon that guy's Harris. bad. Yeah, that's that's who I was. I just yeah, I just looked at the roster from like 2015. Brandon um, Harris. Yeah, that's why I couldn't think of it because I just tried not <laughs> to think about Brandon Harris. <laughs> um, and Anthony Jennings. Oh my god! I, yeah, I completely blacked those two people out of my head. Um, I think it was actually Anthony Jennings. I was I was thinking of because I was thinking of the name Anthony. Um, Anthony Jennings is very bad. Uh, Brandon Harris transferred to North Carolina and had a very bad career there. And Anthony Jennings transferred to uh, Louisiana Lafayette and had a very bad career or had a very bad senior season. Um, uh, yeah, transferring as a senior and throwing eleven touchdowns and and thirteen picks. Um, I, I could imagine transferring as a senior and then throwing one touchdown in eight picks. Did Brandon Harris do that? Yeah. <laughs> he went 35 of 71 for 346, one touchdown in eight picks. Jeez, how do you throw eight picks on 71 passes? And how did you, how were you a starting quarterback for LSU? <laughs> he threw a pick on 11.3% of his passes with uh, North Carolina. Uh, and I think he is. Some, I think he is some team's quarterback coach right now. What? All right, uh, you see the defense, throw it right at him. <laughs> That's what I did in my college years, <laughs> and it hasn't it hasn't failed me yet. Uh, oh no, he's a yeah, he's a he's on the support quarterback support staff for Texas Longhorns. Oh God, poor Sam Ellinger is just being fed to this guy. That's why you guys really won the game. <laughs> Yeah, Coach Herman gave him a job. <laughs> That's why you guys won that game. Brandon Harris was like, "All right, I'm going to tell him everything I know." Um, so he's anyway. not one of their assistant, assistant coaches, but he's on the staff, which is scary enough. Makes a lot of sense. How do you like? How do you watch him and be like, "Yeah, one touchdown, eight picks." I want that guy to teach my kids how to play football. <laughs> Oh man, I tried not to think about because you also made me think of Jordan Jefferson, <laughs> and that is an equally as bad time. I was at man, I was at an LSU game and Jordan Jefferson was doing so bad that they had to bring in the backup Jarrett Lee, and Jarrett Lee got booed in Death Valley <laughs> <laughs> as he was coming in. Uh. Imagine having a quarterback get booed at their home stadium. Oh, man. I feel like you're referencing something. Felipe Franks. Oh, <laughs> did he get booed? Last season, he got booed. Uh, LSU has had some, some dark times. Yeah, Felipe got a, he got booed in Florida, and then the next week ran for a touchdown and shushed his own crowd. Um. Just to give you an idea of how bad our quarterbacks have been, Joe Burrow had, now has the most, the second most touchdowns in a season for an LSU quarterback. He's looking at like twenty something. He's at twenty two. The most in LSU history was uh, tied for Jamarcus Ruc- Jamarcus Russell in two thousand six and Matt Mock in two thousand three with twenty eight. He currently has twenty two. Matty Mock went to LSU. Matt Mock. Oh, not Matty, because I was going to say I remember when he was at Missouri. Not Maddie, uh, not Maddie Mock. No, I meant Matt Mock. Okay. 
That, that threw me off for a second. No, Matt Mock is Matty Mock is twenty six. Matt, Matt Mock is forty. Matt yeah. Mock led us to the uh, uh, the first uh, championship. Second, second championship. I'm dumb. Uh, no, Matt Mock is. Uh, he was the first person to wear eighteen. Well, not the first person, but he started the tradition of eighteen at LSU. Got it. Um. And speaking of LSU, um, we're gonna breeze through this one. We're gonna breeze. This one is disgusting. Uh, Utah State at number five. LSU spread. LSU minus twenty-seven and a half. We all picked them to cover, and they and that covered. That was the easiest pick I've ever had to make. I know on the reco- while recording, you guys were like, "Oh, like old me would never pick this." I'm well, old me would never pick LSU pick. to score twenty-eight points. Yeah, I know. It's just that was the easiest pick for the week of the week for me. Listen, I, if you were an emotionally damaged LSU fan. You'd be thinking the same thing we were, but, um, yeah, I haven't been worried about an LSU spread yet. Even the 52 one <laughs> that, that they covered, we didn't even bet on it, but they covered, um, uh, my, that might change next week though. Jordan Love Talk did not look it. very good. <laughs> Jordan, uh, a few quick notes on this game. Jordan Love did not look very good at all. Versus his first real defense. Um, but the defense did step up. Derek Stingley is... I'm now not the only one saying that he's, at worst, the second best cornerback in college football. And he's a true freshman. He's so that's good. A bit of, that's a bit of a stretch. I'm not the only one saying it. National media is agreeing. That who, dude is who? Who in national media is saying he's at the very worst? Not the very worst. He's, All right, well, that's what you just said. Yeah, so you know, I, I am just happy. That? I'm just happy, so I'm exaggerating. But I've seen him mentioned multiple times as the second best cornerback in college I football. I have too, but I have not seen at worst. Not at worst. The number two. I've seen him listed multiple times as number two, and I would agree with it. He's so good. Um. His he should have so many more interceptions than he does right now. But we, me and Ross, both said it as soon as he got his first one. We were both like, "Yeah, that's gonna." Un- Here comes the flood. Um, he's not gonna drop anymore. So he really wanted his first one, but now it's like second nature. Um, and Grant Delpit finally showed up. Finally, uh, he got hurt. Got he got hurt, and as soon as he got hurt, he came back and then was lights out. Um, he has been a major disappointment this year. No, but he finally stepped it up, and he was making plays in the box and in coverage like he was supposed to. He looked like the Grand Elpit as advertised, which was very good to see. Um, and then LSU, yeah, LSU's defense really stood up, and they were looked amazing after so many doubters. Um, and the Utah State offense is very good, and they completely shut them down. For six points, and they and if uh, Joe Burrow didn't throw an interception early, it would have been they would have been held to three points. And I would like to point out, just I'm not we're not talking about the spread, but I would like to point out that next week's going to be amazing with Florida and LSU because oh, LSU is going to be popping. LSU averages like fifty four point five per game, and Florida allows an average of nine point five per game. Uh, so they're gonna score like thirty. 
We'll see Florida can. <laughs> um, that's going to be a very fun game. Can't wait for it. Um, I can wait for it. This is the part of the year where my heart rate starts to drip. Um, moving on, uh, Arizona at Colorado. Colorado spread minus four and a half. Um, me and Ross both took Arizona to cover, and Brandon took Colorado. And me and Ross won. We got it. We both got it right. Uh, Arizona won. They thirty-five to uh, thirty off of a huge performance by Khalil Tate. Um, he's had a, a couple rough games this week, but he, this year, but he looked really good. He has been one of the most inconsistent players in college football. It's really, he really is. It's like he's either really good running, really good throwing, or really bad both. Or really good at both. And this week he was really good throwing and didn't run much at all. No, because he didn't, he didn't need to. Um, but yeah, he looked really good. Um, Colorado needs LaVisca Chenault. Yeah, they are just pathetic. Do you know if I didn't end up watching this game? Do you know if uh, I did not. Mustafa Johnson played? I didn't watch it. That's fair. Not much reason to. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, um, I will watch it. I'm sure, but I, yeah. I did not yet. No, um, it's a busy weekend. Uh, but I did. I I watched a, a little bit of highlights and didn't notice Mustafa Johnson. But uh, Khalil Tate looked very good from what I saw. And it does not look like Mustafa Johnson played. Uh, Stevie Montez looked okay. Um, yeah, they, they've looked good without LaVisca Chenault, but they, I feel like they need that weapon. Absolutely, yeah. It's, Montez is getting better, but you're only as good. You're only, you can only be so good without your best player. Mm-hmm. And J.J. Taylor didn't even do much. I wonder if he got hurt. I, I'm pretty sure he got hurt. Yeah, because he did not do much in this game. Yeah, he got hurt. He did one carry, so I'm assuming he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Moving on. Oregon State at UCLA. Uh, the spread yeah. was UCLA minus 5.5, and, and this was such an easy pick for me. Yep, same. Uh, UCLA is bad at football, and this all proved it even further because Jake Luton throwing five touchdowns on you should make you question if your program should be up. On 18 completions. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, Jake Luton throwing for five touchdowns. Artavis Pierce stepping it up. Um, yeah. Our, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, 10 catches, 123 yards, three touchdowns. Disgusting stuff. Have anything? Do you have anything to say about that? No, it was just an incredibly easy pick. And UCLA should never be minus five and a half to anybody nope it could be an fcs team um we just got a question submitted by trevor but i'm gonna save that for the episode later this week okay um oklahoma texas and florida lse so oh okay um he would like to know he would like to know how does it feel to nail that the intro last episode oh it felt great um let's see uh, and I nailed it this week, too. <laughs> you did. Good job. You're getting better. But, 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 you know, I'm able to do, to do something. Um, the, the next one, incredibly incredibly, incredibly disappointing. Uh, number 14, Iowa at num- number 19, Michigan. The spread was Michigan minus 3.5. We all took Iowa. And Nate Stanley pooped the bed. 
all right uh that's i get he played a bad game but at the same time he got sacked eight times <laughs> so i mean really was it all his fault <laughs> um yes i'm sure <laughs> Um, yeah, he did, did not... You, did you watch this game? No, I was, I was, I really said busy. I was at, uh, I went to, like, a bottomless brunch, and this was the game they had on the big screen. <laughs> it was the fucking worst thing to sit through. Dude, Big Ten football is <laughs> miserable. <laughs> it was the worst thing to sit through. I was like, oh my god, give me more alcohol, this is miserable. <laughs> I do, I would, I never want to watch a, a Big Ten football game in my life this one is so ugly and disgusting um yeah i feel like you could say that about most games in that conference and it'd be correct um but uh yeah nate stanley 23 42 three three picks shea patterson still sucks and uh alaric jackson the tackle on iowa mm-hmm. looked absolutely horrible like a revolving door. Yeah. Actually, I'm putting him in my stock down. I'm taking Nate Stanley out. I'm blaming Allery. Come on. <laughs> um, the next one, number seven, Auburn at number 10, Florida. Spread Auburn minus three. Me and Ross both took Auburn and Florida. Idiots. Uh, Brandon took Florida. And Florida covered. And I, I know it's easy to say, like, oh, like it wasn't me and a homer. It was the defense against... Auburn's offense is why I chose Florida. Bonix, uh, yeah. I'm wor- I'm a little bit worried about the, uh, obviously about the LSU game next week, but this game I was not just because I knew Auburn's offensive line and Bonix were not going to be able to hold up against Florida's defense. Uh, it was a very defensive battle. Yeah, it was like hot potato over there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, the end of the game, uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was close. Yeah, and it was it a lot like... closer than the uh, than the scoreboard because up until the fourth quarter, it was like a one possession game, mm-hmm. and then Michael P. Ryan had an eighty eight or eighty nine yard rushing touchdown to really set it apart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bonix kind of cracked under pressure, big time, big time, and uh, it makes me really nervous for him because uh, they play LSU on the 26th in Death Valley, probably at night. R.I.P. Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be a very a very good uh, environment for him. If Because uh, the Swamp's no joke, but Death Valley at night is something else. Yeah, this, it, it was so rough for him. I was so happy. <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I'm ready for it to be next week so we can talk LSU Florida. Um, oh me! Oh my God! I can't wait either. Michigan State, number twenty-five. Michigan State at number four. Ohio State spread. Ohio State minus uh, minus twenty. Nothing really crazy about this game. I took Michigan State to be different. Um, and they did not cover. They almost covered. Yeah, but I mean, Michigan's uh, Ohio State has not won a game by less than twenty this year, and that was not changing against Michigan State. Um. Their defense, I figured they had a chance. I picked it just to be, just to have fun. Um, and they did not come through, and Ohio State covered. Uh, but and uh, Brian Lewerke didn't look awful. 
No, he actually he didn't look too terrible. I just it had nothing to do with him. I just knew Ohio State was going to be able to score a lot against Michigan State, and that Michigan State was was not going to be able to score a lot. But it wasn't about him, which is why I thought that. I more thought that the talent around him wasn't good enough anyway. Yeah. Their offensive line did not do very good. Four tackles, four sacks, and nine tackles for loss. Yeah, no, it was rough. Uh, Chase Young got hurt late in the game, though, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he's going to be doing next week. Yeah. I don't um, know if you saw it, but he was like coming around the edge, and another one of his teammates were coming around the edge, and they literally collided, and Chase Young started like shaking out his arm and like feeling his shoulder, and then he uh, he immediately walked off the field. So no good, no good visuals. No. Um, so that puts me on the year at 36, 26, and 2. Brandon at 30, 32, and 2. And then, uh, our guest record, uh, started off by Ross, started on a strong foot, 8 and 2. Who knew Ross was better at, than us at this? Fuck Ross. <laughs> uh, Ross, when you're listening love, to this, I love, I love you, you, but you don't show up on my show and show me up like that. <laughs> I expected it to happen, let's be real. Um, so we can start off stock up, stock down. The first stock up for me is going to be Khalil Tate. Um, we we can. There's a couple of these that we're going to be able to just fly through. Um, Khalil Tate, already kind of talked about it. Uh, great game and proving uh, worthy of, a. Uh, I think, probably a late-round flyer on a, as a good backup. Yeah, honestly, if he doesn't... If he keeps up just a little bit more consistently and he doesn't get drafted I'll be shocked yeah um I think I think teams are gonna really like him I think coaches are really gonna like him yeah for sure um and then I'll I'll, I'll leave the, leave it at that for Khalil Tate uh my first stock up is Texas offensive tackle Samuel Cosme well he's been rising up a bit because of his blocking ability but this past weekend, or well, yesterday, uh, Texas ran a screen to Samuel Cosme, and he scored a touchdown on it. And that was just, it was pretty awesome. I just sent you the play for the reason of why I put Samuel Cosme in there. Okay. So I need to watch it now. I mean, you should. It's a really quick play. Samuel Cosme. I love it. I love Samuel Cosme. <laughs> yeah, once I saw that, I was like, oh, he's going in the stack up. Everyone loves a big man touchdown. Absolutely. And especially if you throw a screen to them. <laughs> love that. Love that. I'm here I'm here all day for that. Um My next stock up is gonna be DJ Chark. Shark Chark, the Charknado. Um, people are finally accepting the fact that he's a good wide receiver. Um, and his connection with Gardner Minshew is very good. Um, eight catches for 164 yards and two touchdowns. It's going to be very interesting seeing him uh, matched up with Marshawn Lattimore next week so he can fall off again. Can't wait for that. Um, because Marshawn Lattimore is a quick boy, and so is DJ Chark. And uh, so uh, it should be fun to see. Um, you think Chark scores on him? No. I don't expect the Jaguars to do very good next week. That's fair. 
because um, uh, we can. T- uh, my reasoning will be will be later. Um, this episode actually in the mailbag. Um, I was looking at the stock up, stock down. I was like, where would the answer be? But all right, got it. <laughs> um, you can move on to your next one. Okay. Um, so my stock up is going to Kansas's backfield. Um, they lost by twenty five to Oklahoma, which they covered the spread, so that's good for them. Uh, first. Or actually, just the whole game. Carter Stanley, the quarterback for Kansas, looked really good against Oklahoma. He really um, did. He looked really good. <laughs> um, even the first drive, they scored first on Oklahoma, and he, I think, had, I think he was five for five in like sixty-three yards. That, on that touchdown drive. throw was beautiful. Oh my god, it was fantastic! I could not believe that placement. You uh, could, just, yeah, you really could just make this the Kansas offense. I think. I mean, I was just putting Kansas backfield also. I originally just put Carter Stanley, but Puka Williams had a great game also. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to mention him. He had like six yards per carry. And, like, and uh, Steph- like Stephon Robinson had a good game. Andrew Parchman, uh, he did better than his usual like down games because he's been very up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had, a, he had an average game, which is that's good considering that he's now finding the middle ground there. Um, and the next one I think uh, the next stock up I had was was going to be uh, the over under for first round quarterbacks drafted. Uh, Isn't it, it like six? Uh, it, it it could be. Um, it got a lot of teams that are going to need uh going to need quarterbacks. The Bucks are probably going to draft. The Bucks are going to draft Drew Burrow, aren't they? Oh, I'm gonna be so sad when that happens. <laughs> um, the Bucks. Jameis Winston is not good at football. Nope. Um, Never has been really. No, not really. <laughs> um, and like I said this week, he should have had. Uh, he looked lost against this defense and should have had three interceptions um, if they weren't for penalties, stupid penalties. But you know, whatever. I digress. Um, again, have the the Titans are gonna draft someone. Uh, the Jets, no, not the Jets, I'm dumb, I didn't mean to say the Jets, um, the Redskins might, if we're being honest, it doesn't seem like anyone likes Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, did you see the report that that wasn't, uh, like a coaching choice? Yeah, Jay Gruden's not gonna be there much longer anyway. Yeah, um, no, but it's it, it just, I would be so pissed if I were a coach, and I was just like, oh, I don't want this guy, I want this one, and they're like, yeah, well, shove it, you're getting this guy. <laughs> um... I feel like the, this might be the year that the Falcons kind of start thinking about the future. Maybe. Um, just maybe. It's a possibility. The Panthers, maybe. Uh, if I don't know. There's a lot of teams. The Bengals. Could the Cardinals take a quarterback <laughs> in the first round, third straight year? Just like, fuck it. Every year we're taking a QB. Um, the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos will. I don't think so either, but they could. Alright, I'll give you that. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about teams that possibly could. The Chargers might think about the future. Yeah, that, the thing that sucks with that is, like, I'll pay uh, Philip Rivers is very vocal about he won't mentor a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if they draft a quarterback, he's not going to go out of his way to mentor them, so that really sucks. Yeah. Um, 
I think a dark horse actually might be the Lions. You'd think, uh, think you'd think Philip Rivers want, would like to uh, have another kid. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't get to do what he does to get the ones he has now, so yeah. he doesn't get to fuck to have this kid. Basically, is what I'm implying. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those that didn't get the not so subtlety there. Oh man, we like uh, we like to be subtle around here. Um, what is he Amish? Like, why does he have so many kids? I have no idea. I think they just like to get busy. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Lions can ever move on from Matt Stafford. I think Davy might lose his mind. I um, the only reason I'm saying it is because I don't know. I just feel like he's starting to not break down, but like his hip is hurting, his back is hurting. Well, he's been hurting since he got drafted. Yeah, but he's been playing for the most part. He missed games in his first, like, two years and then hasn't missed a game. Um, moving on to uh, your next stock up. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Will Fuller the fifth. They just dominated the Falcons. <laughs> it was insane. Will Fuller had, like, 14 catches for, I think, like, 215 yards and three touchdowns. That, oh, my God. That was just absolutely absurd. Love that I have Fuller on my fantasy team. Hate that the guy that in the league I have Fuller, I'm playing against McCaffrey and Thielen, um, and Russell Wilson. So that one sucked. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to stock down. My first stock down was uh, Bo Nix. Um. We kind of mentioned him already earlier. Um. He is. Yeah. He did not look very very good under the. Uh, in the swamp under the lights the of the sun. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, <laughs> the lights so? of the sun. Um and yeah, and I'm just thinking about his the rest of his the teams he has to face and I just don't see him if he can't handle the swamp, I don't see him handling like LSU, stuff like that. Places like that. Teams like that. Um so it'll be interesting. I know he's a freshman, but uh he just did not look very good. Yeah, and the thing I've been saying, because I've been saying that I like him, but I like him for what he is. I like him as a freshman. I think he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But as just a college quarterback right now, he's obviously not. But for a freshman, I think he's not doing too bad. Well, you have one of those on your stock down. Mm, yeah, but, I mean, that's just because I've been uh, bumping him up a lot lately. Yeah, pretty much um, the whole year I've been praising him, so then he's got to drop a little bit. Moving on to your next talk down. Uh, the 2017 National Champs, Central Florida. I am so happy that they suck right now. And by <laughs> suck, I mean lost two of their last three. But it is what it is. Uh, but I am so happy that they've been losing games. Just because their fans were like the worst ever. Oh, it was, just, it was awful. It was Cincinnati... Maybe top tier tweet oh the uh yeah hate the to disney see it you hate to see it <laughs> oh man that laugh, that made me laugh so hard I'm all in on cincinnati now <laughs> oh it was so good but i just love 2017 ucf released shirts that were like oh 2017 national champs and ever since then they've just been so like we're the greatest and now you suck again so i can't believe. i hope they lose to east carolina screw yeah. them um they are no longer ranked <laughs> good um 
Sorry, guys. Welcome back to the group of five assholes. <laughs> um, where you belong. My next stock down is going to be Jacob Eason, who has just looked so pedestrian. Um, and this was my worry about him coming into the year, is that we hadn't seen him play that much football. He's still riding a lot of high school hype, and then what he the little bit of football he played at Georgia. Yeah, that was... I get that he has a big arm, but everybody is just like drooling over him. It's like, yeah, he has a big arm. A lot of people have big arms. You got to be good at football also, though. Um, yeah, and Jacob, he, Jacob, he's in, he hasn't looked completely awful. He just has looked very pedestrian. You know, he hasn't looked like the first-round quarterback everybody's trying to hype him up as. No. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think he's necessarily losing them games. He's just not winning them games. Definitely not winning them <laughs> UCF only got nine votes to be in the top twenty-five. <laughs> That's so funny. And, you know, you know that the voters were so ready to to, to never vote for them again. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, uh, the first chance they got. Tulane Cincinnati, got thirty-six. Cincinnati won, and now they're ranked. <laughs> oh it. man, a Palatine State's number twenty-eight. That's nice. Are they really? Yeah, they got 61 votes. Also, how did you say that? Appalachian? It's definitely Appalachian. I don't think... I've heard people say Appalachian. So been, I used to say Appalachian. It's definitely Appalachian. I used to say that, and then I heard someone say Appalachian. I was like, that's how I'm going to say it from now on. Because they probably know better than me. So, so. much worse. Um, I hate it, but that's... My brother, my brother walked the Appalachian Trail. The AT, uh, like last year. I thought you were just like trying to use it in a sentence. <laughs> no, no, he, like he actually did, and uh, I'm I I I agree. I will go by his standard of Apple Appalachian Trail. That's that's what I think it should be. But yeah, someone told me a pouch, and I was like, all right, I guess that's what I'm calling it now. Um, Tulane got 25 votes. That's awesome. I would I love to see Tulane. Five. I'd love to see Tulane ranked. LSU and Tulane need to play each other every year. I miss it. No, no you don't. I, I miss no, it. No, they don't. Yes, yes, they do. Just like Texas and Texas A&M should play every year. That's different. How? <laughs> Texas A&M's in the SEC. They're a Power 5 school. Tulane is... Is not. Is <laughs> not, but they're better than Missouri. <laughs> they could be an SEC team by that Are standard. Are they better than Missouri, though? I think so. I mean, Missouri's number 27 in the country. Um, 64 votes. Yeah, and? Why is Arizona getting votes? I don't know. They're really just like, they have a fun quarterback. Uh, anyway, let's get back into it. Anyway. What the fuck is that? <laughs> LSU got two first place votes. <laughs> That's fire. I mean, Georgia got three, and LSU should have definitely gone two. But moving on, uh, who's your next stop down? Uh, my next stop down is, already spoke about him, Alaric Jackson, the tackle from Iowa. He just got bullied right off the snap the entire game. Uh, it was really rough to watch that game to begin with. But then when you have a first round, a potential first-round prospect uh, just getting pushed back by Quiddy Pay. Um, a D lineman on Michigan, it it made it so much worse. That game could have been 
a lot more entertaining than it ended up being. But Iowa's offense was just Nate Stanley trying to run for his life. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, made of stone, so it wasn't really working out. Yeah. And he had no picks going into that game, and he left with three. Hey. Um, my next talk down was uh, NFL head coach safety, because uh, Dan Quinn and Jay, Gr- Jay Gruden probably should not have jobs. That's that's a fair uh, assessment. Dan, Dan Quinn should have a job because now he's a head coach. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I just meant like he should. He's probably going to get fired, and probably should get fired. And it is so, I guess, like dumbfounding to me that he's a defensive coach, and his team is one of the worst in the league in defense. I know their personnel sucks, but still, it's just, I, I still can't believe it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's big yikes from me. Um, and then this is just the part of the year where coaches start to get fired. I'm honestly surprised it hasn't. Usually one of the teams that starts off like really bad, they'll be like, oh, well, we're going to jump the gun now and fire our coach. Well, did you see what Jay Gruden said in his presser? Which part about them not having a plan for the quarterback? No, him saying, uh, I'll see if my keys work on Monday. <laughs> so I even- was thinking of him saying, like, oh, like we don't have a plan at quarterback right now. Reminded me of uh, Magic Johnson. I'm not going to be here. I'm not, <laughs> like, not going to be here. Um... All right, and then your next, your final stock down? Uh, Spencer Sanders, the Oklahoma State quarterback. I'm still high on him. It was just that, personally, I was uh, I was very high on him, and I was giving him a lot of praise. And he just did not show up, really, this week against Texas Tech. Um, he, had, he had two touchdowns. He wasn't, like, god-awful, but he definitely was uh, very underwhelming. Um Chuba Hubbard really carried that offense for the most part, obviously, because he always does. Uh, yeah, Tylen Wallace, plenty of catches, but nothing really downfield. Spencer Sanders didn't push it well enough. Aaron Jones, te- Aaron Jones has four rushing touchdowns at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, he's, he's and, strong. And six carries for six receptions for sixty-eight yards. Yeah, my goodness. Thank God I'm not playing him in fantasy this week. Oh man. Um. Yeah. Sorry for that. Um. No, that's, yeah. No, we're good. We can go to the mailbag now. Mailbag. Whoop whoop. Um. And we'll try and kind of answer these kind of quickly because we are, we've been recording for an hour now. Jesus. Um. Yeah. Um. But hey, listen. People said they like the longer episodes. Um. First mailbag comes. Uh. First two questions come from uh. Devin the verified Jackson. Um. Happy belated birthday. Um, did you not wish him a happy birthday when it was his actual birthday? No, I did. Okay, I'm all right, just making sure. I did. Calm down. I was going to insult you. But also, happy, still happy belated birthday. Um, Just, you know, shout out on the pod. Go listen to uh, Big Shots, part of the Whole Nine Sports Podcast Network. Um, but Devin asks, uh, who's your quarterback to at this point with Herbert, Eason, and Love looking unimpressive? Um... Uh, can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Joe Burrow. <laughs> I I kind of agree. Um, he has looked on point. On point. He's, yeah, no, he he's looked really good this year, and at this point, I'd say he's QB two. Uh, he's and he's money on third downs, like it's automatic. Yeah, I know. I watched the Texas game. 
It, it, uh, no, but it's continued on to... I know, I've seen other games, but I was pointing out the Texas one because he was really cooking them on third down. Yeah, he's been cooking everyone on third down. It's been great, and I love it. And um, At the same time, I'm also not watching a ton of OSU games because I don't want to sit through uh, Utah State getting stomped out. Uh, I don't want to sit through Northwestern State getting stomped out or Georgia Southern getting stomped out. I don't, I don't right. want to watch those teams. All right. Towson and UT Martin and Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, did you know that, uh, like, starting like with the Auburn game, Florida has the toughest strength of schedule remaining? Yeah, it's not. So it's it's going to fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, LSU has still has Alabama, Auburn, Florida, and Texas A&M. Auburn's trash. Oh, all right, calm down. Just because your team beat Auburn doesn't mean that you... Um, Auburn's trash if you have a good pass rush and a couple good DBs. I definitely... I have pretty much two games circled on my calendar, and that's Florida and Alabama. Yeah, I had Auburn, LSU, and Georgia. Um, so that's one win so far. Watch, I, I can't wait because Florida... Because it would be a Florida thing to upset LSU, upset Georgia, and then lose to, like, Missouri. Oh, that's definitely a Florida thing. Um, that would be the Florida thing. Yeah. I thought we were going to beat Tennessee and then win out. I thought we were going to lose to Tennessee and then win out. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I was like, that is going to be a fucking Florida thing. Um, Let's see. Um, next question. Next question. Um, was... Do the Saints have the best front four in the NFL, also from Devin Jackson? And uh, I'm going to say yes. Um, It's overpowering. I'm not going to say that they have the top one, but I'll say they're top three or four. Who do you have better than them? It's not that I have anybody better than them. I think the argument could be made that Mm -hmm. other front fours are better. Uh, It's especially with Sheldon Rankin's back. I I just think the argument could be made for other ones. Oh, definitely. I'm just like it's 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 Marcus Davenport, which I've talked about a lot. He's he has the disruptions off the stat sheet, and then he came with two sacks today. They had this their second game with six sacks, and they also had eight tackles for a loss. Um, the the Bucks offensive line isn't miserable. It's pretty bad. It's not great. It's it's definitely pretty bad. <laughs> um, that's fair. And then uh, they also had you know sack last week, and a um, couple tackles for loss. They they just looked really good. Um, they held uh, Ezekiel Elliott very well, and did the same to uh, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber, which is not saying very much. Um, but yeah, they've looked really good. Um, I I would also I'd put the Eagles up there maybe as number one. That's fair. That's a that's good. Four is monstrous. But uh, Malcolm Brown has been uh, looking like a great signing. Um, and of course, like David Onyemata, Sheldon Rankins, Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, Carl Granderson even came in and got a sack. Finally, abusing only football players. Did you see that uh, 
the Eagles had 10 sacks today against the Jets. Jesus. <laughs> to be or, fair, that's against the Jets. <laughs> Orlando Skandrick had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, man, I feel so bad for Luke Falk. Did you say he didn't even get, like, first-team reps in, in practice? Yes. Which that's so dumb. Like I understand if you were like, oh, Sam might play. Like we need to get him burned. But it's like, at the same time, Sam might not play. You need to get the backup prepared. Um, I felt so bad for him. And the Jets suck. The Jets are the worst. Honestly, boot the Jets for tanking. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's 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 a new, like not even only just playing your third string quarterback, but not giving him practice <laughs> and then making him play. If I were Luke, I would have been like, fuck that. What do you mean to go out there? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? I just get out there and throw the football. We're going to put the players out and they're going to go run around and you're just going to throw the football at them. Do whatever what you want. What accent that's supposed to be? Why do you sound like a John Mulaney old man character? Um, I don't know who that was supposed to be. That's just a <laughs> random man on the side of the road because that's the only person that would talk to Luke Falk. That's fair. Brandon Graham and Orlando Scandrick combined for five sacks. <laughs> Normally that'd be a joke where Brandon Graham got five sacks, <laughs> but no, Orlando no, Scandrick's no. but he uh, he contributed to that. Um, the next one, Mike Hernishan, Mike Spencer, the other coast of Big Shots, um, is Ohio State the best team in the country? I think they might be. There, it's. I'll uh, say yes. I'll say yes. I I think so. To this point, yeah, probably. Um, I feel like the top three is very fluid in my eyes. My personal top three is very fluid with Alabama, I, Ohio State, and I LSU. Think the top four. I think the top four is very fluid. I think you add Georgia in there. That's fair. Um, I think that's very fluid. If you add, I if definitely you don't Georgia. think Clemson. Still don't think Clemson should be ranked second. No shot. That's what I was actually thinking about when I was watching the games. Is that they need to adjust the ranking system because it can't just be if you win or lose the game. It has to be how well you perform. Yeah. And it, Clemson started off as number one and dropped to number two because they didn't perform well. Clemson should be like seven right now. Yeah, they have not looked as good as because of course they've blown some teams out, but everyone has in that top con- uh, conversation. I, and then I think they only beat North Carolina by one. My person should have lost that game. I think my personal top top i'll go top seven right now is probably alabama ohio state lsu georgia oklahoma clemson florida wisconsin i would have have florida ahead of clemson at this point just because florida's been playing very well with a backup quarterback um i think the team is i think that shows more to the team as a unit than anything else yeah their defense is very good and they just got healthy again. Their defense has been playing very well, and they just got two starters back. And they're playing without their best offensive player in Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, did you see him on uh, LaMichael P. No. LaMichael P. Ryan's 88 yard touchdown run? Yes, like I up did. the sideline. Oh, yeah. And right behind him is <laughs> Kadarius Tony with yeah. his arm in a sling chasing LaMichael P. Ryan <laughs> along the sideline. Um, next question from Alex Katzen. Uh, did I did I put the Minshew piece out to jinx them, and how much did I bet on the Panthers? Yeah, he was talking to me. Like, did Brandon put the Minshew piece oh. out to jinx them? Um, one, I did not put the piece out to jinx them. 
I put it out because I was hoping they'd get a little pregame hype with views, and it kind of worked. Um, two, I would never bet on the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I made three bets today, and it, it hasn't looked great. <laughs> Not Imagine you actually picking games on our podcast and then feeling comfortable enough I need, to... I need to stop fucking... I'm done doing it this weekend. I don't care. I'm, I'm just done with it. So what are you going to bet on next week? How, uh, no. Florida to cover? I'm not betting. You're going to bet on Florida to cover? No, I'm not. I'm not betting anything. I'm just going gonna, gonna to let the money sit there until I feel comfortable with my betting skills to, uh, to, so to never, waste my money. Never again. Um, Maybe. And then lastly... Uh, Honestly, I'll probably do some dumb shit where it's like the Super Bowl. I'll just put all of it on a team, and I'll be like, hey, if they win, they win. If they don't, then I'm definitely done betting. Um, tell me all the things about the Ravens' depth at safety. After losing Tony Jefferson, feel free to put extra emphasis on former VT Hokey Chuck Clark, and that comes from Corey Skloff. Uh, world-renowned graphics guy. The best. Just the best. Yeah, uh, I feel kind of bad because... I know he wants us to talk about Chuck Clark, but I don't think this means a ton of more playing time for Chuck Clark. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because Chuck Clark's kind of like he's just a, a dude on your team. That's it. He's he's smart. He's somewhat athletic. Uh, that's that's about it. He's smaller than a lot of people like from a safety like size wise. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like not height weight. He's only like two hundred five pounds. Um. He, I don't know. He's just I don't I don't think he's great in coverage, so that sucks. But at the same time, Anthony Levine Senior is probably going to be the one stepping into Tony Jefferson's role, and uh, Chuck Clark will see more playing time, I'm sure, just due to there being one less safety in front of him. But uh, you know, I don't I don't think it means a lot for Chuck Clark. Yeah, and uh, so I think that about does it for us uh, for this week. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, nope. Um, so oh, I'll actually, see- actually, I do have one thing because, like, a month ago, at the end of a recording, without telling me, you were just like, "Oh, like this article," and then you were like, "Yeah, every every uh, every week we're gonna shout one article out," and we never did it again <laughs> after that. So I'm going to tell everybody to look up wholeninesports.com. Right on the front page is the magic of Minshew, and I think you need to read that because. I'm, I'm just going to call him Jodiker because that's always how I think of him now. Uh, Jodiker did a fantastic job with this one, as he always does, and he needs more uh, more recognition for it. Uh, it was a really good piece. Loved it. I was, like, reading it as I was posting it to the site, and I was like, oh, that's so fucking good. Yeah, uh, and, of course, we all love, we love Minju. So now I think that about does it for us for this week. Um you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find the show and the site on Twitter at WNS underscore uh, at Whole Nine Sports. I mean, um, ugh, I had a mess of the outro. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got the intro down. Now you're fucking up the outro. The outro was never a problem for me, but now it is. Um, you can uh, please leave us a review on iTunes um, and follow us on Spotify. Uh, come interact with us on Twitter. Do all that fancy jazz. Um, and yeah, so thanks for listening, and have a great, uh, great day. <laughs>